Welcome back to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. I'm excited you're here because this is episode 35, and today we're talking about how instant gratification is keeping you from your goals. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Beauty Brand Launchpad. I'm your host, Mark Kaiser, AKA Mr. Mags, and here we're diving deep with tangible tips, tricks, and mindsets to take your beauty business to the next level so you can stop trading your time for money and start building your future. Because I truly believe that once you've equipped yourself with the knowledge of what's possible for your beauty brand and the steps of how to get there, it's just a matter of finding the path that best aligns with you. So come join me as we go through this journey together and have this be the launch pad for the beauty business of your dreams. So as you're aware, everything is kind of turned into instant gratification. Like we want things now, you know, we've, we've been so conditioned to just want things instantly. You know, we have internet access on our phone. We can pull things up in a matter of seconds. You know, if something takes a minute to load, we're getting frustrated. We're like, why isn't this working? Why isn't my GPS going? Why is it pointing me in the wrong direction, right? All these conveniences in our life, while they are amazing, they make life so much easier and we can do so much with just our phones, right? Like we can, we can run our entire business for the most part from just our phone. Like the fact that we can jump on the internet, we can use it as a camera, we can do photos, we can do videos, we can post to our website, we can do all these different things, we can connect with people all over the world just from this tiny computer in our phone and it's pretty incredible. And it's, it's opened up so many opportunities but with anything that's amazing, there's also gonna be some pitfalls and some things that we fall into, some traps that can keep us from getting to the success and getting to the goals that we're ultimately wanting to achieve. And so that's what we're gonna be talking about in today's episode, because I think this is a big thing. This is probably one of the biggest things that is separating you from everyone else. You know, all those people that you're looking up towards that have accomplished these amazing things, they have incredible brands and businesses, and they're living the life that you want to live is because they've they've foregone the instant gratification. They push that aside and they've stuck to whatever their goals are and they've been pushing forward no matter the hurdles or the obstacles or whatever else comes up. Like they just keep going because they have that one goal in mind and they're going to do whatever it takes to get there. So let's jump into that topic because I've seen this not only with my students but just observing people in general. We we, we th- want things to be easy. Like we think it's so easy just to launch a course, you know, create this course business that gets sales automatically, or maybe it's a product business. It's like, oh, this person's doing, you know, they're selling lashes, they're selling apparel. Like I could do that easily enough. And then they get frustrated when they're not seeing the results that other people are getting and it's not overnight. But all those overnight successes that you're looking up to, like the truth is, is that they weren't they weren't overnight successes. You didn't get to see behind the scenes of how much time they put in trying to figure out their ideas and making sure that is going to fit. And if they had to work with manufacturers or if they had to film their course or if they had to put their sales pages together or if they had to do this and that and how many no's they had to hear before they finally got to a yes. Like a lot of times these overnight successes are maybe a year or two in the making, right? They didn't just happen overnight. And so I think we need to First, I think we need to set a realistic expectation. And I once heard a quote from Myron Golden and he said something really profound that stuck with me. And I heard this years ago. I was at a conference, he was speaking there and he he, out of all the other speakers really stood out to me just the way, with the way he communicated and how he showed up and how he went, like his whole tagline was that he was 
he worked as a trash man. And so he created a book called From the Trash Man. (laughs) Yeah, From the Trash Man to the Cash Man. Like he just, he's great with rhyming and alliteration, all these different things, but it's really impactful when he speaks and when he tells a story. And the one thing that he really emphasized was the things that are easy now end up being hard in the long run. And the things that are hard now end up being easy in the long run. And so if you think about like, hey, it's really easy to eat this donut right now. I'm gonna get this instant gratification. It's gonna taste amazing. All these chemicals in my brain are gonna be firing off saying, yeah, this is good. We want more of this. But it feels good in the moment, but down the road, when you're gaining weight and you're not seeing your 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 weight loss goals and all these different things, right? And you have to burn even more fat off to get to back to where you want to be. Like that's hard. That's hard down the road. But the hard things like building a brand and putting yourself out there and creating the course and filming it and doing those scary things and getting past all the fears and the doubts and really putting yourself out there. Those hard things turn to be easier because you're you're getting the repetition in, you're getting used to it, and you're realizing those things that you're afraid of or that you were afraid of really aren't as bad as you made them out to be, right? Everyone talks about, uh, talks about how public speaking is their biggest fear. That's a really common fear for people, which is pretty fascinating. Like, if you think about it, it's, it's not necessarily a rational fear. It's not like it's a life or death thing. It's not like, you know, if you get up on... If you get up and start speaking, you say the wrong word, you die. <laughs> like those aren't the, the ramifications if you quote unquote screw up, but we've put so much pressure on ourselves to show up a certain way, to look a certain way, to be accepted and to ultimately we want people to like us. And so when that, and when that pressure comes on and we have to put ourselves out there and we have to get up and speak, you know, for the first time or the millionth time, how many times, it doesn't really matter. But you know, we, we put these pressures on ourselves to make things worse than they actually are. And, and so if you can do those hard things and you can practice those, uh, the better it's gonna be, the easier it's gonna be in the long run. And it's those hard things that are gonna make the biggest difference. Like if you want to make really good money, you have to, you have to put in the things, you have to put the systems in place, you have to put an offer together that people actually want. Like you have to do these things. You have to figure out how to market yourself. You have to figure out how to be a really good communicator and how to show up on camera and not bore the shit out of people. <laughs> that's a big one. That's, that's, a, that's a soapbox that I'm gonna go on right now. <laughs> but like you have to learn these skill sets to not be boring, you know? And to get to the point and get people hooked and grab their attention because it's a fast moving world and there's so many different distractions going on that you need to figure out how to cut through the noise. And so you need to be good on camera you need to know how to market yourself. You need to understand your audience and understand what their problems are and what they actually want to solve, right? And what's actually exciting and enticing to them. Like these are all these different skill sets that most likely you suck at and that's fine. That's fine. It's it's all about being objective of where you're at and being willing to put in the work and the time and the effort and the money and the stress and the tears and the frustrations and wanting to pull your hair out because you know long term that this thing that's hard now, like Myron said, is going to be easier in the long run and it's going to be worth it in the long run because you set all these systems in place. You've done all these things so you can benefit from them. You know, we we talk about You know, people talk about building wealth and they talk about investing in the stock market. And a lot of people, 
you know, you have these day traders that are looking for these quick short wins and that's all they do. And they just, you know, they're, they're constantly on the market and they're, they're trying to, to game the system, you know, and they're trying to anticipate if a stock's going to go up or down where I always like to take the approach. And a lot of people recommend this approach of just investing money consistently. Every single week, you put a little bit of money in, you put something in like the S and P 500, like an index fund that puts, you know, allocates your money into, um, the top 500 companies or whatever it is, you know, and it, and you diversify your money enough in that over time, history tells us that it's going to steadily grow over time. And yeah, I'll have its ups and downs, but regardless, you stay consistent. And, you know, in a long enough time frame, that's when you start seeing the results of compound in- interest and things start growing and snowballing and everything else like that. And so instead of chasing these, these exciting things, you're doing the slow and steady thing because you're, you're content with where you're at. And you know that long term that if you're consistent enough, you're going to get to where you want to be. And you just have to be willing to stick with it long enough and have a a big enough uh, field of view to see what's in front of you and what can be in front of you if you put the principles and whatever else uh, into place. And that's kind of another thing that I want to talk about is that instant gratification kind of goes down to, to looking for shortcuts. While... I'm all about doing whatever you can to get results faster and to streamline things and to avoid pitfalls and obstacles and hurdles and everything else like that. Like I'm all about that. And I'm all for learning from people and observing what works for other people and modeling their success. I'm all for that. But at the same time, like I'm not looking for hacks. I'm not looking for things that are, you know, working in the moment, but could fade off in three months. You know, I'm looking for, I'm basing everything off a principle. You know, I could be just focusing a thousand percent on these Instagram reels that are super funny, but it's not necessarily going to connect me to my core audience and it's not going to build my audience. It's not going to build that foundation, right? Like sure, it's going to get a lot of eyeballs, but is it going to be the right eyeballs? Is it going to be getting eyeballs from people who are actually interested in what I have to sell or, you know, want to work with, right? Because your follower count, your like count, your view count, that doesn't equal dollars in your bank account. That doesn't equal, equal a successful brand or business. That just means, you know, you, you got people to take half a second to like your, your video, right? Like that's all that is. And so be thinking in principles, not, not looking for shortcuts, not looking for get rich quick schemes, whatever else. Like you're in business right now. Like you're like the majority of the people listening to this podcast, like you do a service or maybe you do some trainings or you have a product line or whatever else. But like you understand that you know, it takes work to make money, right? But there are things that we can do to leverage our time, our expertise, you know, we can leverage the internet and we can reach a massive amount of people. So I'm all for leveraging and getting the most input, like getting the most output out of our input, but you, you, you gotta be realistic too. And you gotta be able to put in, uh, be able and willing to put in the work because that's ultimately what it comes down to. Like upfront, it's going to take a lot of work. If you're doing something new, if you're transitioning into something else, it's going to take a lot of work up front. But eventually, if you do things correctly and you're able to put systems in place, whether that's hiring people or automating different tasks or whatever else you need to do, then eventually you can take a step back and uh, not work as hard as you need to. Like I've talked about this in other episodes, how there are seasons of hustle. Like there are seasons when you need to go all in and you're working crazy hours, whether it's for a launch or 
whatever else, or you're just starting your business, like, yeah, you're gonna have to put in some hours. But eventually, you're gonna get to the point, you're gonna get to a season in life in your business where you can take a step back and you don't have to put in these crazy hours and you can realize that your your time doesn't equal money because that would essentially make you an employee, right? That's what an employee is, but you're a business owner. You're a CEO and that's what you're building. You're building the machine, you're building the system so it works for you. That's the ultimate goal. Because if you're just adding on services, if you're just adding on these different things, that may bring you in more money, it's not necessarily making you a CEO. You're just adding more tasks on your plate and then eventually you're just gonna get burned out and you're gonna run out of time because there's so many hours in a day and something's gonna have to give, whether that's your relationships or your health or anything else, right? Like it's it's this balancing act, it's a teeter, it's a teeter-totter. <laughs> you, have to, you have to balance things out so they work out because they're, everything that you say yes to means you're saying no to something else. Keep that in mind, like chew on that for a little bit. Like if you're a yes person, like I used to be, <laughs> if you're a yes person and you're you're saying yes to all these things that don't move you forward closer to your goals, then you're saying no to all the other things that would get you there faster. And sometimes the the better you are at saying no, not sometimes, all the time, the better you are at saying no and realizing what's gonna serve you the best and what aligns with you the best, the closer and the faster you're gonna get to your goals and the more fulfilled and happy you're gonna be getting there. Like, if you don't put yourself first, if you don't put your goals, your aspirations, anything else first, no one else is gonna do that for you either. So make sure that you are doing what you need to to reach those goals. And I promise you, taking things off your plate and removing things, like while it might hurt in the moment, like this goes back to instant gratification, right? And, and thinking long-term. The, the things that you take off your plate, whether you start seeing less clients, maybe you take a day off a week where you only work you know, four days instead of five days a week, or some of you, hell, I know you're working seven days a week and you should be taking several days off. But if you're taking a day off a week just so you can focus on growing the next phase of your business, that's gonna make a huge impact. And yes, it's probably gonna hurt losing that day's worth of clients, you know, and that money coming in, in the short term, it's gonna hurt. But long term, it you can't even quantify if you're doing the right things and you're putting the systems in place and you're building something that you can actually leverage. Like you can't, it's hard to quantify how much more you're gonna gain just by taking things away, by taking things off your plate. And so when I say, you know, work a day less, that doesn't mean you just throw those clients onto other days. <laughs> like that's just, again, gonna lead to burnout. It's the same outcome just with a, with, with a, different, with a different face. It's <laughs> like, just because, you know, you have a turd and you throw some fish, fish hooks on there and some tinfoil, it doesn't mean that they're beautiful earrings now. It's still a turd. <laughs> I don't know why that was the example that I came up with, but you, the point I'm trying to get at is like, no matter how you shake it, like you're still getting the same outcome. So you truly need to rip that bandaid off a lot of the times to get moving where you're at. And that that's something else that I want to talk on more too, is that the thing that I'm finding with people who are wanting to take their business to the next level, especially courses, especially online courses, because that's that's what I'm directly working in, you know, day in, day out. I'm working with students, so I get to see this firsthand. But the reason why people don't get results or they drag their feet on things or they take longer than they need to is because ultimately they have a fallback. A lot of these 
these people that I work with in the beauty industry, they have a fallback because there's always clients. They always have some way to bring money in the door, right? They still have something that they can go back to that is comfortable. And that's not going to push them outside of their comfort zone, even though, even though deep down they would love to work less. They would love to have more money coming in. They would love to be able to travel more. They would love to spend more time with their family. But then once they come up against these obstacles or they, they get to the edge of the cliff and they need to take that leap of faith, you know, they, they start taking a step backwards and they start backing off and slowing down because it's scary. And then they start making justifications, you know, whether they're really logical and make a ton of sense or not, they start saying like, well, I'm just not quite ready. The course, I don't think it's good enough. Or I don't think my audience is really the right audience for what I'm selling. Like I should, I should be working on my branding more. I'm going to post some more reels, right? I'm going to, I'm going to focus on here. I'm going to divert my attention because that that's more comfortable than me facing the problem and doing that scary thing that's right in front of me. And that happens with the beauty professionals. They just go back to servicing their clients because it's easy. It's easy. And so we have to really just be all in on our goals. We have to bet our, on ourselves. We have to invest in ourselves because that's the single greatest investment that you can ever make is investing in yourself. Like you're going to get the biggest return on investment out of anything is investing in yourself, investing in your business, because really the sky's the limit. Like whatever you, you can put into it is what you're going to get out of it. And obviously, you know, there's, there's wrong ways of doing business and there's wrong ways in investing yourself. But like, if you do it in a smart way and you get the right mentors and you get the right people in your corner, like really the sky's the limit and your success is inevitable, but you have to delay that gratification. You have to step out of your comfort zone. You have to do that scary thing. There's no way around it. There's no way to get rid of that fear either. I don't have a magic wand. No one has a magic wand that they can wave and have some magic pixie dust drop down and people be like, help that fear. It's no more. <laughs> uh, if you're not watching the, if you're not watching this video and you're listening to the podcast, I just, you know, wipe my hands clean. I wiped it, <laughs> uh, wipe that fear away. And so I would love to have, you know, something that would, would do that. But that's really the thing that stops everyone. To a certain point, we all have our limiting beliefs on what we feel like we can accomplish and what we feel like is realistic for us, right? How often have you used the phrase or heard someone say, like, yeah, I'm just trying to be realistic or, you know, I'm trying to, I'm trying not to, you know, get my hopes up, right? Like you hear these different phrases because it's coming from a place of fear and it's coming from a place of just not believing in themselves. And so try catching yourself on the things that you talk about and the, the, the dialogue that goes in. Cause you know, there's a study that we have roughly 30 to 35,000 thoughts per day. And 60% of those thoughts that we have are negative. They're negative thoughts about ourselves, what we can accomplish, what we think, how we view the world, you know, what's possible. They're all negative. And so we have to actively be working to to paint a brighter future for ourselves, to start thinking positively, to start moving in that direction. Because if we don't have a positive view of the world or what we're capable of and what uh, our life can look like, then it's going to be really hard for us to move forward and make progress on anything. Because what's the point, right? If there's no point into what we're doing, if 
you know, there's no point in creating that course because we know it's going to fail already and we know it's not going to be as successful as someone else's because we're comparing ourselves, then why would we have any motivation to move forward? We wouldn't. And so if you're naturally a pessimist, a pessimistic person, which I feel like a lot of people are, especially with all the crap that happened in 2020, then we have to actively work towards seeing the, the positive in things. And, and it was something that I really had to go through the past really year and a half, year and a couple months, I'd say. Like I got really low, I got really depressed, I got really pessimistic, and I was going down these rabbit holes that weren't serving me. And it was just feeding into all the noise and the nonsense and making me just pessimistic, beyond pessimistic. And it was affecting my health, my physical health, but it was also affecting my marriage. You know, there's a good chunk there. If you listen to the interview with Maggie that I did a few episodes ago, there was there was a time there where Maggie didn't even want to come back home. And so she would avoid me because I was that miserable to be around. And so like, there's so many things that this affects. And I've heard the term thrown around like toxic positivity or some bullshit. Like there's, like I understand like, being positive just for the sake of positive, like there can be some negative ramifications of that and it maybe can distract you from looking at things things objectively. Like say you're, you're sucking at showing up on camera and you're like, no, I'm just gonna be positive and it's gonna be great, whatever. Like it doesn't necessarily mean that you're doing what you need to to improve. Like obviously there's a fine line there, but I think the term toxic positivity, I think it's, I think it's baloney. Like, I think it's because, you know, people, people are told like, oh, just think positively, right? Like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying process whatever you need to process. Definitely go through those things. But I'm also saying on top of that, you have to actively be working to see things more positively, to paint a brighter future for yourself. Like, one of the best things that I've been incorporating lately is meditating, and being still and being quiet and not being so reactive and seeing what's all over the news and then getting you know myself in an uproar and needing to post about it like this is disgusting i can't believe like we're doing this blah 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 when 90% of the time you're just reading a headline and you don't know the full story or you know whatever else and, or maybe you know the full picture but ultimately does it really affect your day-to-day life does it really hamper the vision and the goals that you're working towards And I'm going to bet it doesn't. I'm going to go out on a limb and these things that you're getting caught up with in the news and whatever else and you're keeping up with the Kardashians, like that doesn't affect your day-to-day life. Like that doesn't get you any closer to your goals. It gets you further away from your goals. It's It's ultimately a distraction. It's ultimately a distraction. So we need to just cut out the noise and just stay in our lanes. I've talked about this before. I've used this example about race horses or even just like horses that are on like a busy street they have blinders on the side of their eyes they they have these blinders on because otherwise they'd be distracted by the other horses and seeing what they're doing and when they're looking over and they shift their head they slow down and so that's what we're doing with these distractions when we're focusing on other things outside of our goals so we need to make sure that we are so clear on what we're working towards and even if like you don't know every single step, just be clear on the overall feeling, I guess. You know, how, what do you wanna create? What do you wanna feel? What do you wanna be fulfilled with? Like what's, 
What's that vision look like, even if it's a little hazy? And be willing to work towards it and figure it out as you go. Because the moment you start taking steps towards that goal and working towards the goal, you're going to shift, you're going to pivot, and it's going to it's gonna change as you go because you can't anticipate you know, how fast you're going to get there or how people are going to react or different things like that. Like You have to go through your own unique process that's completely different than everyone else's as much as it would be nice that you could follow someone else's process step by step and get the same results. Like there's too many other variable variables that don't really make that possible. And you have to be okay with that. And you have to understand like, you know, every situation is unique. We're all unique butterflies <laughs> and you know, our, our situation's going to be different because of that. And so even if you're not ultra clear on your vision, just start taking steps towards that goal and keep making steps and making the adjustments as you go to keep moving forward and to keep improving and and appreciate the journey where you're at and and you're you're going to get there much happier and much f- more fulfilled because the other thing too is um just thinking about I'll be happy when you know this conditional happiness you know I think we naturally do this because we see people and especially on Instagram and social media, we see these people living amazing lives. They're traveling to these exotic locations. They're in Italy and they're eating this amazing food and it's beautiful and they're on the beach and you're here in the cold. Well, it's not cold right now during the recording, but you get what I'm saying. Like you see these people and they've accomplished these things and they're living this lifestyle and they're showing it off. But you know, Instagram is just a highlight reel. And we start to think like that person's really happy so if I achieve what they have, then I'm going to be happy then too. But the truth is, is happiness is a choice. Happiness is a choice, whether you want to think that or not. And I'm not trying to discount, you know, people who have um, clinical depression and like these, these different things going on with their brain and whatever else and chemicals and all that stuff. I'm not, I'm not trying to discount that at all. But really it comes down to you choosing to be happy and you appreciating where you're at. Think about like all the amazing things that you have in your life right now. Like think about the fact that you're listening to this podcast for free. You know, you have endless access to information. You have endless access to reach people, to start a business. Think about how low the barrier to entry is to start a business, to film a course. You can pull out your phone right now, talk to the camera for 15, 30 minutes and upload it to YouTube or like Teachable or something like that and you have a course. Like the barrier to entry has never been easier to get started. And so, and the, and the amount of information that we're, uh, we have available and at our fingertips has never, has never been greater. We can get any answer to any question at a moment's notice. The amount of times I jump on YouTube to figure something out, like I was looking at <laughs> like allergies for dogs. Like I was noticing that one of my dogs was kind of like having a green goopy discharge in his eye. I'm like, oof, that doesn't look great. And it sounds like it's allergies. So now I know, I'm like, oh, I should probably take him to the vet. Like I pulled that up in a second on my phone quickly as they were going to the going potty. Like that's everything at our fingertips. So it's not a lack of opportunity. It's not a lack of information. It's a lack of taking action and doing those uncomfortable things and cutting out the things that don't serve you. And maybe that requires you to really look at how you spend your day and spend your time. You know, people are saying like, I don't have time. 
I only, you know, I've got kids, I got work, I got my spouse, I have to do this, I have to do things in the community, whatever it is. But there are things that you do to waste time. There are things that you do, you know, you spend hours on Netflix, Netflix, what, right? Like, so instead of watching three or four episodes on Netflix, maybe you watch one episode and you spend 30 minutes to an hour working towards your business and working on your brand or showing your face on social media so people connect with you and you start establishing yourself as an authority, right? Like these are the things that we need to do. Again, it all comes down to delaying gratification. If we focus our entire lives on instant gratification, we are gonna be miserable. That's all it comes down to. If we rely solely on instant gratification and technology has made this easier than ever, then we are gonna be absolutely unhappy and we're gonna be further from our goals than ever. So the choice is yours. Do you want, like (laughs) the choice is yours as far as like your future self. Do you want to do your future self a huge favor and start developing the habits and the skills to get to where you want to be? Or do you want to stay where you're at and keep doing the same things that you've been doing year after year? Because if you look back, like we are creatures of habit, whether we realize it or not. The moment we wake up, probably the first thing we do is we look at our phone and then we scroll for a little bit and then we put our left foot down on the bed and then our right foot down. And then we walk into the bathroom when we go to, and we go to the bathroom and then we brush our teeth and we start on the left side of our mouth and then we work over to the right and you know, we're on the top and then the bottom. All these things are you know, systematized. We, we put our left foot in first when we're pulling up our underwear, then our right, right? Like there's all these things that are habits. And it's so easy to make those habits just go throughout our entire day that we're just running on autopilot. Like, how many times have you driven somewhere if you're driving to work or to a friend's house or you're getting your favorite drink whatever it is you're on your way to starbucks how many times have you been like oh man i didn't even like pay attention to the road like how do i get here like i don't even remember stopping at those stoplights like that's us running on autopilot because our brain works off of habits so if our habits are not serving us then we have to take a step back and take inventory and cut out the things that we're that aren't working for us and it forces us to be aware. We have to start being aware in the moment. And when I was going through my, you know, my, my low state, my depressed state, um, I had to, I had to do just that. You know, I thought that moving from Utah to Texas, giving myself a completely different change of scenery would fix things. But the thing is, is like, nothing's going to change my happiness. My, my outlook on life isn't going to change unless I change. Like the person, you know, I physically went from Utah to Texas, but I was still the same person. I had to start becoming a different person. And so I took time away. I I stayed off my computer. I stayed off my phone. I started meditating more. I started being ultra aware of my thoughts and my, my reactions. You know, everything is so reactionary. You know, something would happen and I'd be triggered by it and I'd have immediate response. And then I'd have to stop and be like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, I didn't mean that I snapped, right? Like there's so many times that we just instantly react. And so if we can just start slowly becoming more and more aware, then it's going to be easier to undo those habits and create new ones that actually serve us. That's how we delay gratification. This is how we move forward, right? So with that, I want to, I want to give you some quick tangible tips on how you can get results faster, how you can you know, not just focus on the instant gratification and you can think on the long-term goals that you're working towards and how you don't have to delay gratification as much. I'll put it that way. So 
here's how you can get results faster and get closer to your goals. The first thing is get a good coach, get a mentor, someone who has been where you want to be. They have the values that they have. They approach business, how you want to approach business. They have the work-life balance that you want, whatever it is, whatever you're working towards, find someone who's achieved that thing and give them money, pay for their expertise. Because once you pay, you pay attention. Once you have some skin in the game, you're more than you're more likely to actually follow through on what you want to do. Cause it's so easy to just make excuses, right? It's easy to lie to ourselves and just be like, ah, oh, I don't feel that great. Like I don't feel like showing up today, so you won't. But if you put a good chunk of money that's uncomfortable for you to spend and you put it in a coach, then you're for sure gonna do what they say and you're gonna follow the path that they laid out before you because losing that money is gonna hurt. If you get nothing out of that money that you you gave to this coach, then you're gonna be really bothered with yourself. So it makes you accountable. Like having accountability is one of the best things that you can do. And it's one of the best things that I've done to get to where I've been wanting to go. And I'm still on that path. But if I haven't made myself accountable and specifically publicly, publicly accountable, like I, I wouldn't be here right now. I wouldn't even have this podcast, right? Because because too often or often the the best results I've gotten is when I put myself out there before I was ready. And I was like, hey, X is happening on this date. I hope you're ready. Like jump on the wait list, do this, look out for it, whatever it is. And the moment that first person gets on the wait list or they comment on my post or whatever else, then I'm immediately accountable and I have to get to work because someone's banking on me following through, right? And so when I'm doing these bigger launches and putting myself out there and I'm figuring things out as I go along and like putting together slide presentations minutes before I'm supposed to go live in front of a handful of people, like, yeah, it's scary as hell, but I... I, I wouldn't have been in this position otherwise because you you just have to take that that messy action and work uh, closer to your goals. But you have to you have to have a process and a plan and a framework to work with to make sure that you're doing it the right way. And that's where a coach comes in because with a coach you're you're paying for speed. That's ultimately what a coach is. You are paying for speed instead of you going the slow route and figuring out what not to do and struggling and fighting forward, right? Like that's when things start getting really hard is when you have loss after loss after loss and hurdle after obstacle after hurdle after this and falling down and scraping your knees. Like doing that over and over again, and I can tell you this from experience, that's when things get really hard. And so by hiring a coach, you help streamline and smooth out that process so you can start getting results faster. Because the faster we get results, because we love instant gratification, because we've been conditioned this way, this is the human condition, the faster that we can get the results, the more likely we're gonna stick with things. And so hiring a coach is just, you're paying for speed. You're paying for speed, and in a way you're paying for some certainty as well, because they've been there before, they know what they need to do to get results, to get yourself results, and you just have to follow the process and believe them even when you know you feel like you should be doing the opposite thing. Because the truth is, you wouldn't need a coach if you were already where you needed to be. Like if doing what you're currently doing would get you to your goals, then you'd already you would already be at your goals already. You would already be there. You wouldn't need a coach. You wouldn't need to be doing things differently. And that's why you need to, when you hire a coach, when you hire a mentor, when you sign up for a training or a program, go all in. 
focus on that one thing and implement every single thing that they say to do because that's when you start seeing results. Even if it seems completely counterintuitive, even if you have to get out of your own way and you have to like turn off that negative self-talk, just keep moving forward because they've been there before. They probably had to go through the same things you did. And so they're just speeding up the process, like I said. And the other thing, which has kind of been like the backbone of this entire conversation is having a big long-term goal, like having the big dream that you're working towards every single day, no matter what. Because if you don't have that big goal, that big vision, then it's hard to know what steps to actually take and what steps are actually gonna move you forward towards those goals. Because if you're just thinking in what you need to do this week or this month or this year, like it's gonna, it's gonna limit on where you take your business. Like, so at a minimum, be focusing on this year, but I would be thinking three, five years, like, what do you really want to create? Like, what's this big goal that you're working towards? What's this big dream? Because it's probably going to take three to five years for you to get there and you have to be okay with that. And so maybe that's a question that you need to ask yourself is this dream, this goal, this lifestyle, this business, what I'm trying to build, is that worth something like, is it worth doing it for three to five years? Like, if I'm willing to not be successful for three to five years, would I still be doing it? Like, that's kind of a hard question to ask, right? So so take a moment and see if what you're wanting to do truly fulfills you or if it's just something that you saw someone else doing on Instagram and that looked fancy and cool and you're like, oh, I want that. Like, that's that's sexy. Or is this something that really lights you up and that you're you're feeling called to? Because again, you gotta take a moment. This is where meditation and just being silent is so powerful. It's because you're just not reacting and consuming. You're taking a moment to go within and figure out like who the true you is and what truly lights you up and where you wanna go and really what you're on here on this earth to do. Like not to get too philosophical or anything else like that. But you know, I think we're all looking for purpose in a certain way. Like we're, we're trying to figure out like, why am I here? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And some of you might be really questioning that self on a negative level because maybe you've been taking actions that are someone else's goal for yourself, you know? Or maybe you're following what the trends are and what everyone else tells you what success is instead of defining that for yourself. So be quiet, take a moment, take a step back, give yourself space to figure these things out. The next thing that's gonna help you get results faster is don't get distracted by shiny objects. What do I mean by shiny objects? So shiny objects are always like the new sexy thing. You know, you've been on this this trajectory, this course, you've been working towards it, you're making good progress, and you're you're working to say you're you're building your online course, and then you see this over here, and you're like, oh, I could do, I could do apparel, or I could do this, or whatever else, or all these different things start popping up that someone else is doing, and you're like, oh, I need to be approaching it that way. Like I should be on TikTok. I should be on this next social media thing. I need to be focusing here instead of, you know, I need to build my brand in one core area and be consistent with that instead of spreading myself too thin on a million different areas, right? And so like that's the shiny object syndrome is when you see new things popping up all the time. And so you divert your attention over to those different things, which ultimately slows you down and gets you and it's gonna take you longer to get closer to your goals. So be diligent on what your path is, how you're gonna get there, and just follow that. And the last thing to get results faster is something that we've talked about is 
be willing to cut out the fat. And what I'm meaning by this is be willing to have the short-term discomfort to hit your long-term goals. So again, if you need to see less clients, do that. If you need to drop your product line, do that. If you need to drop this, if you need to stop hanging out with these people, if you need to stop drinking alcohol, if you need to stop watching Netflix or getting high or whatever else, like if there are things when you objectively look at them are stopping you from getting your goals or making you unhappy ultimately, then you need to be willing to cut out the fat because again, just like detoxing, like it's gonna be really hard at first, but ultimately it's gonna be worth it, right? And so be willing to cut out the fat because the more simplified things are, that's gonna make things easier to scale. Like simplicity scales. My business, my online business, I have one course. I have one signature course and everything is built off of that. Me talking on this podcast is to establish myself as an authority, to give you great information, to give you valuable information, and to hopefully you know switch up your mindsets and your beliefs about different things. So ultimately, you wanna work with me on a deeper level. Like everything revolves around this one course and it makes things really easy to scale because I'm only focusing on one thing. I'm not trying to scale four different courses and I'm not trying to do my own product line and I'm not trying to do in-person speaking events, you know, and, and be, yeah, and doing, uh, being a paid speaker, right? I'm not trying to do those things. I'm just focusing on how I can serve people the most, which is my signature program, program and everything else revolves around that how I show up on social media, how I show up on this podcast, what I do in my day-to-day is all improving these things. It's all getting my messaging out there. It's all working on my marketing. It's all about understanding my customer better in this specific area. And so the simpler things are, the easier it's gonna scale. And that's the last thing that I wanna leave you with. So I hope you had some good takeaways. I hope that you can start taking inventory of your life and seeing what things are serving you and what's not and what you're using as instant gratification to distract you from your long-term goals. So if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot, tag me in it and let me know because I love seeing that because I love instant gratification just like everyone else. Um, But it just shows that this message is resonating with you and hopefully it'll resonate with other people if you share it with them. And if you could take a moment to jump onto Apple Podcasts and give this a five-star rating and leave a review, again, this would help out tremendously. And I just wanna end by saying I appreciate you. I appreciate you for listening to this podcast. And if you've been listening for, you know, we've had this podcast for, we're going on almost a year now. Like we're about a month away, I think, from our year mark. And so if you've been there from the beginning or you just, you know, maybe you jumped on a month ago or a couple weeks ago, just know that I appreciate you and I appreciate you, you know, being part of this community. So thank you so much. With that being said, I'll see you on the next episode. See ya. Thank you for listening to the Beauty Brand Launchpad podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, feel free to take a screenshot and share and tag me in your Instagram stories. And make sure you subscribe and leave a review. Every like, review, and share helps spread the Beauty Brand Launchpad message and is greatly appreciated. Thank you so much, and I'll see you on the next episode.